This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Old Testament law required people to sacrifice a lamb or goat to God as an atonement for their sin. However, we no longer have to offer such sacrifices for our sinfulness. What has changed? And how are our sins forgiven now if not through the blood of sacrifices? We will look at that question in today's message entitled, The Red River of Grace. It's a mystery that we never fully understand, but God offers us the full forgiveness of all our sins and to be reconciled into a relationship, enjoying his love forever by inviting us to bathe in the red river of grace, which flows from the cross of Jesus Christ. Today, we're going to talk about God's great gift of atoning sacrifice through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for going to the cross for us and being raised from the dead never to die again. We thank you that as the resurrected Lord, you offer us the forgiveness of all our sins by the blood you shed on the cross of Calvary. Stir faith in our hearts to believe the promises of your word. And thank you for the privilege of that red river of grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we're reading from Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestows on us in the Beloved. In Jesus Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. Every year, many people visit Itasca State Park, in northern Minnesota, to be at the headwaters of the mighty Mississippi River. It's only a little trickle stream in Itasca Park, but we know that as it flows toward Louisiana and the Gulf of Mexico, it becomes a wide river a powerful, flowing river of current. Well, the cross of Jesus Christ is the beginning point of the blood 
red river of God's grace, which flows to you and me and to all the world for all eternity, that we might be forgiven and that we might be reconciled into a relationship with the living God. When I was a seven-year-old boy, the youngest of four sons born to Oscar and Viola Lavig, we were boating one day on Clear Lake, Iowa, and we had a 14-foot Naden boat with a 40-horse big twin Evinrude pushing it. When we, as a family of six, traveled in that boat across the water, I don't think there could have been more than two-inch clearance from the side of the boat to the water. But we had a lot of fun times in that boat. At the end of the day, it was time to load the boat onto the trailer. The car that my father owned, which was pulling the boat and trailer, was a 63 Bel Air Chevy with three on the tree. My brother Joel and I were in the car, and I was behind the steering wheel, messing around. I had moved the stick shift out of gear and somewhere into neutral, and I was pretending to drive, and I pulled the parking brake lever, and the car swiftly began to roll down the incline ramp into the water. My dad yelled, "'Hit the brakes! Hit the brakes!' But by the time my little foot found the brake pedal, my head was underwater, and the car was underwater, floating all four tires off the ground. It was too late. My dad had to call a tow truck to pull the whole mess out of the water. And I remember watching as the tow truck hooked up to the car and my dad put his arm around my shoulders and said, It's okay. We can fix this. In every person's life, there are moments where we've inadvertently or foolishly or rebelliously pulled the parking brake off. And we've rolled into a mess that we get underwater and can't fix. Everybody needs forgiveness. That's why God offers us mercy and grace in the name of Jesus. In the Old Testament, he established a system of sacrifice to offer that mercy and grace, the sacrifice of lambs and goats. Mercy is when pardon is given even though punishment is deserved. And grace is the undeserved, unmerited favor and blessing and love of God for us. So in the Old Testament system of sacrifice, God established a way for atoning sacrifice to be made for the forgiveness of sins. A sacrifice is when we offer something precious for a reason. An atonement is when we satisfy someone for the offense committed. God said, The life of a creature is in the blood. 
Sacrifice is my gift to you, says the Lord, to make atonement at the altar. Blood makes atonement for your life. So through the whole Old Testament covenant time, God's people would worship on the Day of Atonement, called Yom Kippur, once a year. The high priest would take two male goats, he would sacrifice one and carry the blood into the Holy of Holies and sprinkle the blood on the cover of the Ark of the Covenant, called the Mercy Seat, for atonement for the sins of all God's people. The second goat he would take to the edge of the village and put his hand on the head of the goat to transfer the guilt and shame of all the people. And that goat would travel off into the wilderness as the scapegoat, bearing guilt and shame away. All of this, of course, foreshadowed the death and resurrection of Jesus for us. That's why when Jesus came on the scene, John the Baptist looked at Jesus coming for baptism in the Jordan River and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Many passages in the New Testament make this connection between atoning sacrifice by the blood shed and the forgiveness of sins, and the reconciliation between God's people and God. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 26, This is the blood of the covenant poured out for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Or in the passage we read earlier from Ephesians chapter 1, In Jesus Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he has lavished upon us. Again, we read in Colossians 1, it is the Father's pleasure to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of the cross. And then in the book of Revelation, we read of the scene in heaven where it says that the saints washed their robes white in the blood of the Lamb. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross released a blood-red river of grace where God offers us cleansing and forgiveness in his name. Isn't that awesome? In Jesus' name, there is forgiveness for all our sins. Do you ever remember dealing with your child or your grandchild who was reluctant to take a bath? Even if they were dirty or smelled a bit, they still didn't think they needed to bathe? It reminds me of the story in the Old Testament of Naaman, the captain of the Syrian army, when he came to Elisha, Naaman, a powerful and mighty warrior, a man of power and prestige in his nation, came to Elisha because he was a leper. And one of God's people, his servant girl, had said that Elisha could heal him. So Naaman came with his big entourage, a parade of pomp and glory and prestige, to Elisha to be healed, and he expected to be met by that same level of pomp and glory. But Elisha didn't even go out to meet him. 
Elisha sent a messenger out of the house and told Naaman to go wash in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman was indignant and refused. Aren't there clean rivers in Syria that I would come to this prophet and be forced to bathe in the dirty waters of the Jordan, he said. But his servants impressed upon him that if Elisha had asked him for some noble sacrifice or dangerous action, he would have done it to be clean of leprosy. Give it a try, they said. So Naaman submitted and bathed seven times in the Jordan. And the scripture says he was healed so that his skin became like a little child. And it says that Naaman was so full of gratitude, he said, there is no God in all the world like the God of Israel, Yahweh. He expressed his faith in Yahweh, and he worshiped the living God. When you and I understand the depth of our sin, the level of our imperfections, and that we are lost from God, and then we understand what God has done for us in the purifying love of Jesus Christ, that we are invited into a relationship of his mercy and grace, all of life changes. We realize that now we've been saved We've been served sacrificially. We've been forgiven, and we are grateful. In the Old Testament times, the central saving story was that of the Exodus, where Moses was appearing before Pharaoh, and there was a series of ten plagues, and the last plague was going to be the loss of life of the oldest in every household, unless... They protected their house by the sacrifice of blood on the doorposts of a perfect unblemished lamb. Their faith would be expressed by the blood smeared on the doorpost and that then they'd be protected from the angel of death. The blood taken as a protection on the house door jam marked the house as believers in God who belonged to the Lord and in faith accepted and believed the promise of God. Today is still a day where you and I, in the name of Jesus, can take the blood of Jesus Christ as a protection covenant on our lives so that we know we are forgiven and that we belong to God and that we're alive forever in the promise of his love. All of life changes then when we bathe in the blood-red river of Jesus Christ's grace. And the current of the Spirit's grace carries us to a whole new way of life. The Spirit within us now shines with grace that emanates from our life and shows love to the people around us. I recently heard Dave Bonet from Jefferson, Iowa, tell the story of working in a nursing home, and he noticed a 90-something woman sitting in a wheelchair in the corner of the room. Young man, she said, young man, come over here. Well, Bonet is 
in his upper fifties, not a young man, but he came over and that ninety-something woman said, I want to give you my business card. Well, Benet put her card in his pocket, made his excuses, and left the nursing home. Later, he pulled out that old woman's business card, thinking to himself, what business does an old woman have? But that woman's card said this, a prayer, come Holy Spirit, enlighten our hearts so that we can see the things of God, that we might know God in our soul, sanctify all that we say and do, that we might live to the glory of God. Reading her prayer, tears streamed down Bonnet's face as he realized that yet at that stage of her life, the business of that woman was to bear witness to her love for Jesus Christ who had shown her mercy. That current of the Red River of Jesus' grace removes the bondage and moves us into freedom. The old rhythms of life can fall away, and now the manifestation of the love of God flows through our person in the power of the Holy Spirit. We move from being self-centered to sacrificial in love. I know a retired dentist here in Spencer, Dr. Terry Shively, and his wife Stevie, they make multiple trips annually to the poorest rural areas of the nation of Haiti to do dental work. Natives from Haiti travel as much as four and five hours by foot so that the dentist can serve their dental and oral needs. Also, in that 12-hour days, Shively and his wife stand in 100-degree heat to serve those needy people. Why would he do that? Because the red river of Jesus' grace has touched him, and now it has carried him so that the love of Jesus Christ compels him to serve others in that love. So friends, I want you to know that the passionate love of God is like the mighty rivers of the Mississippi. Regardless of the weather or the season of the year, the current of the river is always flowing. You may not want to drink from the water. You may not want to harness its energy. You may not want to boat on it, or ski on it, or fish in it. But you cannot stop the mighty river of the Mississippi from flowing. And you cannot stop the love of God from flowing to you in the blood-red river of the grace of Jesus Christ. And from the cross of Christ, his love flows to you forever, that you might believe that you are forgiven, reconciled to God and his child forever. Amen. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, we thank you again today for going to the cross and willingly laying down your life, knowing that you would be killed there, and in the shedding of your blood that we would have the forgiveness of our sins and the mercy of God. Today we reaffirm our faith is in you as our Savior 
and our God, and we worship you and submit to you as our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hear this blessing. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing, so that your heart may abound in hope, and that you might have joy serving the Lord Jesus Christ all the days of your life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message will encourage you to receive the forgiveness of your sins and be reconciled into a love relationship with your Creator, God. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit, listener-supported radio ministry. In order for us to better know our listening audience, we invite your response to the program. If Christian Crusaders has touched your life in some way, we invite you to call or write. Send your letter to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or by email at cc at nas.org. That's cc at nas.org. You may also telephone our office toll-free at 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. You're invited to check out our beautiful new webpage, christiancrusaders.org, and then share it with a friend, a relative, or neighbor. Our webpage features poignant graphics highlighting this week's message along with previous week's messages. Visitors can also learn more about the ministry and can send us their prayer concerns. By making more people aware of this ministry, we can share the word and spread the light of the gospel so no one walks in darkness. Our internet address is www.christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service has been our associate speaker, the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa. Christian Crusaders is now in its 81st year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.